This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Inside Black and Gold, brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. The one-stop shop for all the insider access to everything happening with the New Orleans Saints throughout the 2022 season and beyond. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating, leave a review, let us know what you think. We really enjoy doing this and we like to hear from y'all. And for today's episode, as we do every Wednesday, we're going to dive into a lot of the film that whether you want to talk about the good stuff, whether you want to talk about the bad stuff, the more important parts of the game are the bad stuff that you need to get fixed. So we're going to focus a lot on that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how great Andy Dalton was. He played fine. He was absolutely what you would hope he would be, which is a high floor, low ceiling backup quarterback. I still think he's the backup quarterback. We're going to see in the next few days how that kind of develops with Jameis Winston's health. But for now, you just kind of go with it for what it is. You know, so that's going to be something we talk about. We're also going to talk about Pete Werner in coverage, which, you know, I think the Vikings really targeted him him specifically in this game. I asked him about that today, and I have some uh, some comments from him. You know, we're going to get to that. We're going to get into a player that I think has been much maligned in Cesar Ruiz and who has started to shine a little bit, I think. And we're going to get into, you know, Deontay Hardy. There was two returns in this game that just didn't look right. We're going to get into that. And we're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to talk about some nice things at the end, uh, which we we're going to, all wonder what might have been with Latavius Murray is now on the Broncos. But the other practice squad call-up, I thought, had a solid day. So we're going to talk about that. But without further ado, let's get right into it. And we're going to start, as I mentioned, with Sneaky Pete, not Andrews Pete, Pete Warner, in coverage. And, you know, this happened all day long. The first clip here is going to be a rough one. And it's also going to be an example of everyone seems to want to trash Tyron Matthews tackling, Right. And the first touchdown, the opening drive touchdown by the Vikings, I think was was a good example of that. And I think it misses the point, which is if your safety is one-on-one having to make a tackle, something went wrong up front. And this is, this is a good example of that. This is that screen pass on third and 15. Remember, third and 15, you do not need to get a tackle in the backfield. All you need is to fence the guy in and make sure he doesn't get all 15 yards. If you... And if you hold him to fourth and 
fourth and goal at the three and they go for it, fine. But you make that tackle short of the short of the goal line and you force them to make a decision. First drive of the game, they're probably sitting there kicking a field goal. But, and that's a four-point swing in a game you lost by three. So this is an important play in this game. First drive of the game sets the tone for everything. So remember, third and 15, you get the ball to Dalvin Cook and he just slices through. No one has a tackle on him. Everyone's going to see Tyron Matthew trying to make this tackle and he's unable to do it. But what most people aren't going to see is the fact that it got to that point meant you already lost this play. And you lose this play the second Pete Werner loses his feet. You have to keep your feet there. You have to maintain that lane integrity because you have a blocker coming over here to Tyron Matthew. He's going to have to work around that. And the only way he can work around that is underneath. He can't go over. Otherwise, Dalvin Cook's going to have a free lane to the end zone. He has to maintain his leverage. And so you're counting on Pete Werner holding up here. He is effectively taken out of this play, not a factor. And so you see what happens here. You have a blocker <laughs> that's waiting to clear Tyron Matthew out. This is not how you expected to have to cover this play. And the fact that he gets around this blocker and actually gets hands on Dalvin Cook, it's actually pretty impressive. But you know you already lost when Pete Werner lost his feet. So you have to keep keep in mind that it's not always the final person <laughs> trying to make a tackle that made the mistake. In this case, you know, you had, you needed your linebacker to keep his feet, give some ground and, and at least fence in Dalvin cook to drive him toward the rest of the defense. Wasn't able to do that. And that's where that touchdown happened. But that was just one example of, of Pete Werner in coverage. And I think that he did a lot better throughout this game than he showed in this clip. You know, that's tough. It's a, it's a good block by the Vikings offensive lineman. And, you know, you, you look at it and it's teach tape, right? It's it's a situational thing. The only thing that I think he did wrong here was not understand the down and distance or at least not play like it because he's trying to get upfield when in reality, you know, they need 15 yards. It's a screen pass. You don't have to blow it up. All you have to do is make sure you get around your block and tackle the guy. And that's what he didn't do, you know? And, and so that's, yeah, I put that on him. But, you know, he had a lot of, he had a lot more good reps in this game. But, you know, as you watch it, it became very clear that they were just going after him in coverage whenever they were able to get him isolated. Right here, you have Dalvin Cook on the edge. I think that's Paul Sanadibo who drops late. And so, yeah, I mean, they're saying, okay, you're you're chasing across the field. I got Dalvin Cook matched up with a linebacker. You know, albeit a fast linebacker, still a linebacker, and he's able to outrun to the edge and make a nice gain here for a first down, right? Pete makes the tackle short of the end zone, but that's what you saw a majority of the first half. And I asked Pete about this uh, when he spoke to the media today. And uh, here's what he said. Hey, Pete, it, you know, it seemed, especially in the first half, like the, you know, they were trying to target some of the linebackers in coverage. Is that something you saw against the Vikings? And, you know, how do you feel like the linebacker group as a whole has held up in coverage thus far? I think we've, we've uh, played strong in coverage. Um, they were, I did feel a little bit of, of that. Um, they had a, they had a, very good game plan, but I thought as far as some of the positions that we were in, that we executed uh, very well. And um, if you just look at that game, uh, you got to go out and execute. And if you're put in tough positions, then you got to look and, and see the next play. But as far as our performance, obviously there's things that we can adjust and, and, and do better uh, with. But um, as far as a linebacker play, I think uh, we executed in some of those situations very well. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, he he acknowledged it. You know, they were going after the linebacker group, and when a team is kind of game planning to do that, it's up to the linebackers to cover, right? They have to be able to cover, and 
you know, I think that for the most part, he was able to do that. This last play, I think, is kind of interesting because how many teams drop a wheel route to the fullback here? This is CJ Ham coming out of the backfield. Pete Warner matches up in coverage, chases him, does a good job in coverage, you know, and they throw it. You know, usually you'll see that uh, that that route run. It's not going there. You know, that's a clear out to kind of make space in the underneath. But the Vikings actually threw it to their fullback, CJ Hammond, and, and Pete Werner held up. Good for him. You know, and that's just, that was a trend. And I thought he handled it pretty well. See another one here. Adam Thielen's coming across. Yeah, this was an interesting one because Marshawn Lattimore actually, uh, I don't want to say he blows his assignment, but he's very aggressive on this third down to keep the ball out of the end zone. So Justin Jefferson was wide open because Marshawn breaks on this early. If Kirk sees that, he's able to just lob it to the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Instead, he goes short to Thielen. You can see Justin Jefferson not happy about it at the back in the back of the end zone. But either way, the reason you're throwing this is because that's the game plan, right? You're isolating Pete Warner in coverage against Adam Thielen, and you're going to it, and you're, and you're hoping he can beat him. But as you can see, before that ball is even there, and this is where Marshawn is excellent because he's aware of what's happened. He's seen this throughout the game. He knows that they are trying to isolate the linebackers in coverage. So he's getting upfield before Kirk Cousins can even do it. And he, Adam has no chance here. Marshawn actually makes the play. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see how many teams kind of mimic this going forward because you were able to get some nice gains. Now, this was a, this was kind of an unfortunate one. Now, if you remember right after the Deontay Hardy fumble on that punt and first play, Justin Jefferson gets wide open all by himself on the right right side of the field there. He's just running an over route, nothing complicated. It's not even a pick play. This is just an example of, you know, sometimes you run into each other. <laughs> sometimes you trip over your teammates' feet, and that's what happened here. As Marshawn Lattimore tries to tries to chase Justin Jefferson, tries to shadow Justin Jefferson, and Pete Warner tries to tries to drop uh, up the seam. This is Justin Jefferson and he's just going to come through here, run a little over. And he's going to end up by himself. Watch what happens about here. Pete Werner and Marshawn Lattimore just wipe each other out, completely destroy any chance you had to cover Justin Jefferson on this play. A guy who has already been torching you, right? I think that's what gets you a little scrambling here is, you know, you, you know, you, you have to, you have to get up on him. You have to cover him. You get a little antsy and that's what happens. And he's just, just coverage bust wide open, you know? Yeah, that's frustrating. That was actually a few plays before the third down stop that you held him out of the end zone. That was the one thing in this game that you can look at and say, man, that was impressive, was keeping the Vikings out of the end zone as many times as you did. They kicked five field goals. If one of those field goals ends up being a touchdown, this game isn't as close. This game probably doesn't come down to the wire. Keep that in mind. Here's one more, and then we'll switch the topic here. You want to know about a guy who leads the league in solo tackles? <laughs> this is why, you know, he's blocked here. He's heads up <laughs> with alignment, right? This should be an advantage for the offensive line. It is not. He skirts around it. He's able to make a play on Dalvin Cook to the edge. And that's why that, that initial play that we looked at, it was so frustrating because he is good in that situation and keeping his feet and fighting off a line or fighting off a block, standing it up and going to make a play. That's what he wasn't able to do on that touchdown, but is what he does as well as anybody here. So that's why it was such a big mistake, in my opinion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's switch topics to, in my opinion, the play that really set the stage for what ended up being a three-point loss here. <laughs> and it's the fumble by Andy Dalton at the end of the first half. Now, a few things to keep in mind on this play. It's first down at your own 25-yard line. This is not a down where you need to be super aggressive, that you need to be ex- extending the play. This is a down where you're just trying to make sure something tragic doesn't happen, right? You're just trying to make sure you're not losing 10, 15 yards and getting getting back where you need to go. And that's just not, not what happens. Now, when you look at this, this is not terrible pass protection. This is Andy getting a little antsy and trying to spin out of the pocket. If you're Andy Dalton and you're a 35-year-old man, the second you have to consider spinning, you should already be down on the ground. And this was just it was just a horrible play by him. And one of the reasons you have him on this roster is to not make stupid plays like that. Now, you might say, you know, he had a solid game outside of this play. And you're right. You're right. I am probably over penalizing Andy Dalton's performance because of this play. But the reason I'm doing that, and and you, if you're being honest with yourself, this is true. If this had been Jameis Winston making a bonehead fumble on his own end of the field that directly led to points, he would be torn to shreds for it, right? He would not be getting a pass for a terrible turnover such as this. So I think it's only fair that we hold Andy Dalton to the same standard because this was egregiously bad at the point of the game you were at and like, what, what, what are you trying to do? Like, what, do, what is the best case scenario here when you pull the ball down and you spin out? Just fall, man. Just fall. And the thing is, too, if he had kind of kept his head a little bit, there's a play to be made here, right? Just watch how this pocket kind of develops. But this is not terrible pass protection. You have room to step up. You have room to navigate. You know, nothing is open right now. If you are able to extend this play and get a maybe a second. You have a chance to hit. I believe this is Jawan Johnson. And so, you, you know, you have guys you can throw to if you can extend this play. The issue is Daniil Hunter gets his hand in Andy Dalton's face and Andy, Andy panics. But as you can see, he's going the wrong direction. If he's able to kind of keep his feet and understand where he is, there's room to just kind of slide to the left here and allow these routes to come open, which they do, right? These are these are both options. And the only reason you're not able to throw to them is because you've already started spinning in the backfield um, rather than extending the play. And that and that's frustrating to me because these this is the type of thing that you expect Andy Dalton to be good at. And that really cost you, and I'm not going to give him a pass for it. Now, he did play reasonably well in this game outside of that one play, right? He had a few that probably could have been intercepted. And we're going to go through some of those, but he was solid. He got the ball out quick. The Saints really kind of changed their dynamic on offense to address that. And I have to give Andy credit here. When you're running a read option and the defense is just not caring at all, they are not accounting for the quarterback. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Peyton Manning. I don't care if you're Tom Brady. I don't care if you're Drew Brees. I don't care if you're Andy Dalton. When the defensive end 
completely ignores you on his own read, keep the ball. And that's what he did here. And, you know, balls to the wall. Andy Dalton is like, I'm going to outrun Daniil Hunter to the end zone. Not a terrible uh, effort. Didn't get there. Still, I appreciate I appreciate the the candor. And because, you know, when you when you do that, it forces the defense to account for you the next time, right? And, uh, you know, good for him. <laughs> I'll give him credit for that one. One more really negative point, and we're going to go into a break here. Deontay Hardy, I don't know what's going on with him, but it's not good. You know, he's not he's not holding up his end of the deal here. Um, he's not incorporated into the offense as much as I'm sure he wants to be in a contract year. He's on a he's on a second round tender, which pays a little under four million dollars. And to this point in the season, you know, that's sunken cost. Like that, that, that you have not gotten anything from that investment. You have two kick returns that have not amounted to anything exciting. You have three punt returns. I think one went for six yards, one went for negative three yards, and one went for two yards and a fumble, which is one in this game. But this is another example of, you know, he costs you yards here. And watch. And the reason is, look where this ball lands. And you're looking at a ball that hits the ground at about the 13 or 14-yard line. See if I can pause it right when it lands. This is your all-pro kick returner. And I get it. The gunner's downfield. You don't have much room for a return there, but you got to catch that ball. Because watch what happens. You know, it's not going into the end zone when it bounces at the 13-yard line. You are just asking for this roll, and it gets all the way down to the six-yard line. And that effectively, you know, Deontay Hardy effectively cost you seven yards on that play by not fielding the ball. And, you know, maybe he got... Maybe he didn't track it off the foot well. Maybe he got lost in the lights. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable getting under it. He didn't want to muff it. Whatever. You know, your all-pro return man needs to play better than that. He needs to save you those hidden yards, right? Because that's not going to show up in the box score, but you don't want to be starting your drive at your own six-yard line. Starting a drive at your own 13 versus your own six is a big difference. It changes what you can do. The Saints went three and out on that drive. This is the muffed punt. And part of me thinks this was Deontay pressing because he knows he he messed up on that previous punt. So he comes up and he does field this one. Now, good. You want to field that punt because you don't want it rolling another 15, 20 yards. But do you return this punt? I don't know. I mean, that guy's pretty darn close to you when you're catching the ball. And mm, you know what? You could go either way with it, but you can't fumble in that scenario you know it's you're not impacting the game in a positive way on in the return game so you can't turn the ball over all right this has been inside black and gold we're gonna have a second segment here we're gonna go through some of the quarterback play and what the vikings were doing to andy dalton that i think you will see other teams uh bring back make sure to subscribe hit that rating hit that review button and stick around here on inside black and gold brought to you by the lamarck automotive complex there's got to be a reason